Good morning, buenos dias, good afternoon and good evening. This is Jules, host and creator of our story, Our Voice. If you are a new listener, welcome. And if you are a returning listener, thank you and I appreciate you. Um, just real quick, a um, what this podcast is all about. My story and my voice was created and developed years of working with different people throughout the community and just listening to people's uh, stories and being able to find our voices throughout those stories is what this podcast is all about. And so again, if you are a new listener tuning in for the first time, um, hopefully that helps and it keeps you engaged to continue to listen. How are you all doing? I hope you all had a great weekend. Um, I wanted to share that I did go to Palm Springs, but it ended up being a working vacation. So I don't even know how you could say the two things or how you, how you could still have a vacation, but then you're working. So to kind of sum it up, um, we were in Palm Springs, me and my girlfriends, who I've known forever. And um, we were up there for three days and two nights. And they are teachers, so they have the entire, the entire summer off. But we always try to get together or to take a girl's trip at least once or twice a year. Um, being that they have a busy schedule, they try to squeeze in as much um, girl time as they can. And that was the only time. And the trip was pretty cool. Um, I was preoccupied with work. But I learned really quickly that I chose to work in my vacation because... I was trying to distract myself from feeling a certain way about the diagnosis that I shared last week. Um, for those who haven't heard um, the last episode, I was diagnosed. I was diagnosed with um, the name of the diagnosis is specific learning disorder. It's very broad. Um, Underneath that specific learning disorder, it there's a list of, of different criteria that's underneath that disorder, which is dysgraphia, which is difficulty with writing, dyspraxia, which is a it's a physical difficulty affecting motor control, and then there's dyscalculia, and that's with difficulty with math. Um, out of the three, um, mine is dysgraphia, which is difficult with writing, reading, um, spelling. And um, so, yeah, and then there's other 
overlapping things. Um, people who don't have a learning disability will normally say, don't let this overtake you. Um, don't think about it. Um, rise above it. And what I say to those people who are saying that to me is, um, it's not overtaking my life. And I have, I have rose above it because I live with it. You know, I live with it on a daily basis. Um, it, it's been a part of me for so many years. And so I was sharing with my um, good friend, Natasha Harris, and I was sharing with her that I really quickly realized that, you know, I have a specific pattern. Um, I, the pattern that I have is when I'm trying to avoid the situation, when I'm trying to avoid certain feelings, I dive into work. And I think that's a lot of us throughout you know, the entire country, you know, when we have a problem, we dive into a project. When we have a problem, we either go drinking or we do an unsafe or unproductive activity. I hope it's not unsafe, but it is. That's what we do as human beings when we're trying to cope with whatever it is that we're dealing with at the moment. And uh, when I had the the person who diagnosed me go over in detail um, some of the areas on what I've done to cope. I was just really taking it all in and I, I heard everything and I haven't been able to go back and read the, um, the report because there's just so much in there and it's overwhelming. Um, and so I, um, right after the, right after the diagnosis, I decided that I was going to be proactive and I was going to learn everything about my new reality, which is something that I've already been living with, but it wasn't confirmed in the past. Now it's much more confirmed. And so I want to understand this dyslexia thing, you know, that has been haunting me for all these years, but, and it's done a great job because, um, it's been, it's been so present. And I was, I was talking to my sister-in-law and I thank her because, you know, my nephew also, um, um, struggles with a learning disability, but he's, He's had early detection and, you know, they work with him and they've given him the tools. And I love that, you know, my sister-in-law, she's amazing. You know, she's, she's a huge advocate for my nephew. Um, she, she sits there and she teaches him how to be an advocate for himself. And, and that's exactly how it should be. And, um, when I was in Palm Springs, I had so much anxiety because I didn't realize this until yesterday because I was just so, ex I was so emotionally exhausted. 
because I have been working straight since Wednesday up until Sunday night, until Saturday night. I have, I was just working, 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 working. And then the next day I just couldn't do anything. I went and I did some stuff, you know, with family, but I didn't hang out afterwards. I just wasn't feeling really good. I didn't know what was going on until I talked to my friend, Natasha. And I shared with her that I am relief about the diagnosis. I am relieved to know what I've always known is just confirmed now. I'm no longer self-diagnosed. I'm diagnosed. And um, I said, I, I didn't think it was going to affect me as much because I was processing everything that I, I learned about myself, about the, um, the more, um, the new, um, the new normal, right? Um, if we want to call it that, and maybe that's, um, bad choice of words. Um, because I started thinking about all the times that I was asking for help, but I didn't, I, you know, often, um, often people who are great listeners who are there all the time often get ignored. And so, um, here I am at 45 and, you know, I, I have picture moments in my mind of, when I was asking for help or when teachers would see my work and wouldn't, wouldn't say anything. They just thought I was a bad student that just didn't care. And that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't true. I, I cared so much that it was devastating for me to not do well in school. And so I was, so to say all of that, I was just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, you know, and then on top of that, you know, I have anxiety, so, you know, I'm dyslexic and, and I have anxiety. And someone who's who has anxieties, we are constantly in our head. And my anxiety, the way that it works is that I have ongoing thoughts going over and over and over and over and over and over. And, over, and it's repeating on a hundred miles an hour. And as I'm, as I'm repeating these thoughts over and over, I end up adding more stuff and it's just, it's, um, it's exhausting. And so I have bought a book and, um, I have bought a book and the book came when I was in, um, Palm Springs and the name of the book is for anyone who's interested. If you're an adult, um, the book is by Marcy Peterson. She's an MD. And it's the Dyslexia Guide for Adults, Practical Tools to Improve Executive Functioning, Boost Literacy Skills, and Develop Your Unique Strengths. I know. I... This podcast is to share the experience, the after effect 
the the after feelings of learning about the learning disability and um, I'm not gonna let it overtake my life and so um, I am a fighter like I said in the last podcast Um, so just um, I want to read something from the chapter and then um, in chapter one there's a few questions that I want to reflect with you because it's part of the um, it's part of an activity that I wanted to do so I, I want to share that with you so something real quickly from the chapter it's chapter one and it says let's talk about dyslexia what exactly is dyslexia you may have heard that dyslexia means seeing letters move on the page or that it's exclusively a reading issue the truth is is dyslexia is more complex than that while some characteristics are shared the dyslexia looks a little different in each of us who have it. In this, in this chapter, we will attempt to define dyslexia and clear up some common misconception. You will be able to recognize the challenges of living with dyslexia, including some you may not have considered before. And with a clear understanding of how dyslexia operates in your life, you'll be ready to move forward and make changes for the better. So, because one of the challenges is reading, um, the book is colorful. Each page is diff- each page has a different color, which it's um, highly recommended for someone who's dyslexic. So, it's been an easy read so far. And as you get towards the end of the first chapter, there is a reflection section. And I am going to read each question and answer the questions. And I'm going to share that with you. So, um, here we go. So these are the reflection questions. And I promise to not have long, lengthy, breathy answers. Um, what is your history with dyslexia up to this point? Question number one. Um, I've always had it. I went undiagnosed for many years. I was diagnosed at 45. I realized that I had I realized that I had a possible problem in the seventh grade. That's as far back as I could remember struggling with school. Sixth grade was easy. I don't know what it was about sixth grade that was easy, but it was seventh grade, and I think it's because um, things just got much more difficult. Question number two, examine your feelings about your education. Where were the pitfalls that were the highlights? Um, My story is with education is that I've always loved education, but education has never loved me back. Um, Many of my pitfalls have been doing the assignments, reading the assignments, writing the assignments, um articulating um the understanding of a chapter that i read or being part of groups um study groups really difficult because at times i felt that i wasn't participating when in reality i probably did a lot more work than everyone in that group but um because i would never talk and i would just stay quiet it would always look like i was just in it for the ride 
when it was completely the opposite. Um, what were the highlights of my education experience? Um, I shared this. I shared this the other day because it's um, it's shameful, and um, I had just got into my. I was a senior in Tasha Fullerton in 2003 or 2002, I can't remember. It was the first semester and I was in academic probation as a, as a junior going into my senior year and I didn't pass it. I ended up doing horribly because there was much more reading. I was a history major and I was expelled from school because or kicked out or whatever the terminology is because of bad grades and I've always told people that I just wanted to quit because I didn't think school was important um school has always been very important for me very important and so um so yeah so that was my experience with school oh my god Anyways, um, what are you pursuing? What are you pursuing in the answer now? I think someone with dyslexia wrote these questions because I, I don't think that's a complete sentence. I mean, that's okay because, you know, I was able to pick that up. Um, what are you pursuing now and answer the questions? Um, I'm currently pursuing a doctor degree. So although... I have been really sad about my diagnosis. I've been struggling with it. I'm very accomplished. And um, I snapped out of it yesterday. I snapped out of it. I'm very accomplished and I'm very proud of myself. Um, that's why, you know, I strive to be really positive every day. You know, I was stuck in this cycle of just negativity these past couple of days. And um, yesterday I snapped out of it and I was like, what are you doing? Just freaking, you know. It's done. This is what you needed. This is what you wanted. You got the diagnosis. Now that we know, let's move forward and let's make the best of it. And so that's what I'm doing. Question number four, reflect on reading, writing, and processing challenges in your daily life. That is a challenge every day. Um, the work that I currently do I work for a nonprofit organization that works with economic economic inequality um, with the banking industry. And so there's a lot of policy reports that come out that me as an employee should be reading so I could be um, updated and, and informed of what the agency is doing. So when I do go to an event or when I go to a mingle and meet, um, meeting i'm i'm able to articulate what what my organization or the job that i'm at is doing i'm writing i have to constantly do outreach via email i have to write reports i'm currently right now i'm currently doing a um a curriculum a written curriculum on a workshop that we have a of a cohort workshop that our agency is putting together and I'm in charge of doing that. So that's been very overwhelming. Um, number five, list the reading and writing demands in your current job. I already answered that question. 
Number six, do you recognize other learning disorders mentioned in this chapter commingled with your dyslexia? Yeah, um, anxiety. So I have dyslexia and I have anxiety. And number seven, talk about the things that you choose to do for pleasure. I love helping people. I love connecting people with resources. You know, um, that is my passion. That is what moves me. That is where I feel the most alive. I, I shine um, when it comes to helping. And not just helping, but providing the right resource. Because there's resources everywhere, right? Everywhere. But if you don't know how to go about getting their resource, or if you're afraid, or if you have... You know, now thinking, you know, people who don't, who may not pursue certain resources, they may be embarrassed because they may be walking around with a situation. And so um, I have dedicated my entire career in doing that. That's where I am like the best at. Um, but I also love um, to tell stories. I love hanging out with family. Um, I love my boyfriend, you know. I love to travel. I just don't do it as often because, again, anxiety really um, kicks in. But I've gotten better at it. And so, with all of that, I, I um, wanted to do an update on how I was feeling from when I shared with you all about my diagnosis. Um, you know, I'm dyslexic. And I'm living with something different, with something different now, only that it's more confirmed. And um, if this resonates with you, um, please reach out to me. Um, I will put a link in the podcast where you're able to send me some, you know, a message if you like. And I will also put the name of the book if you're interested in reading the book. It's pretty cool. I'm only in chapter one. <laughs> I have to read it in in 10 minutes um, segments because um, or else I, I'll, I'll have a hard time understanding the book. But thank you for listening and for giving me the space and the platform to share this. I appreciate you all.